You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 13, The Stories of Our Loss. Hi friends, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I am just feeling so thankful today. I have been thinking about this podcast and I am just blown away because when I look at some of the stats from my podcast, I can see that the podcast is being downloaded all over the world in different countries. And I am just blown away that we live in a time in life when we are able to use this platform to spread messages. And what an incredible, incredible thing that is that we're able to share our knowledge with one another and the things that we're thinking about and offer a space where we can have conversations and communicate to the world the things that we know. And it's just amazing. I just think it's just amazing. So welcome. So glad you're here. Today on this podcast, I really wanted to talk about our stories and the stories of our loss. And when I think about our story and, you know, the remembering the loss of our loved one, right? I think about the day that we learned the news. For me, it was in 2017. It was Thanksgiving morning. I learned over the phone because I lived out of state from my stepfather that my sister had passed and that she had died by suicide. And it's really interesting because that day is pretty vivid for me. And I remember a lot of details about that day. It was Thanksgiving morning. I remember I went for a morning run before I got the news. I remember preparing for our Thanksgiving celebrations. And then before we were able to sit down and eat, I got the news. And, you know, as you can imagine, I didn't have an appetite. And I just, you know, went through all of the emotions, you know, that I think most survivors experience when they learn the news. And, you know, it's really interesting because when I share my story to others, it takes me back. It takes me kind of back to the moment that I learned. And it's super interesting how the details of that day really stick out and how I can remember those things, right? And I like to equate this to like the 9-11 experience. You remember when 9-11 occurred and most likely you remember exactly where you were, what you were doing when you learned the news. I haven't found a person yet who doesn't remember those details, that doesn't remember the details of where they were, who they were with, and what they were doing uh, when they found out the news that the Twin Towers had been attacked. And I just find that super fascinating and interesting how our brains are able to do that and, you know, how they associate with something that's bit traumatizing in a sense for our brains to really grasp onto those details. 
And I feel like most of us that experience loss due to suicide also experience the same thing. You really remember those kind of details of where you were, what you were doing, and where you were at, and all those things. And I just think about all of that. But I also think about all of the emotions, right? I think a lot of us can remember the emotions we felt. Um, Some of us, it was anger. Some of us, it was confusion. Some of us, it was sadness. Some of us, it was devastation. You know, there was just a, a lot of different emotions. And everybody had their own unique experience, right, when they lose a loved one to suicide. And it's different for everyone. But, you know, you do remember those emotions. And when you retell your story, a lot of times those emotions just come right back up to the surface, But not only do those emotions that you felt from that day surface, but you also feel new emotions. And it kind of is interesting because when you're looking back at the past and feeling some of those similar emotions and having the knowledge that you do at this point after that loss, right, you have emotions that have built up from that space between the day they did it until now. And so it kind of morphs together into this, you know, more complex story. And it's very interesting. And I think for most survivors, you know, when they do remember their story, you know, and they are thinking about all the emotions of all the other things that have happened between then and now, it can be a challenge for a lot of individuals. And, but really what I want to say is that There are ways for us to lighten that pain. It's not something that we have to have all the time for the rest of our days, okay? And I feel like this is um, really important. And a lot of us that are going through it and conjuring up all those old emotions and bringing up new ones and adding to the grief and the pain don't understand that there's truly a way to be able to get out of that cycle. So the great news is, is that we ultimately have choices. Okay. We have choices in the way that we get to think about the passing of our loved one. Okay. And the way to understand how to make different choices is to understand the difference between a circumstance and our thinking. Okay. So I want to explain it to you here in this podcast, the difference between what a true circumstance is and what facts are and what stories and thoughts are. Okay. Bear with me because this information might be new for you and something that you have, have not been introduced to before. So Just be patient for a minute because it does take a minute for your brain to wrap around it. So bear with me. Okay. So a fact or circumstance are things that happen in the world that we just cannot control. Okay. They're factual. Okay. They're strictly facts. That's it. It's something that could be proven in the court of law that most people would agree with. Okay. There's no opinions. There's no drama, nothing like that. These facts and these circumstances are completely neutral. Okay. Now stories and thoughts are 
going to be the interpretations or the meanings that we derive from the fact. Okay. So there's a huge distinction between the two. And it's really important that you understand the difference because the way that we have been taught is that if something comes into your mind and you're thinking it, that that is a fact, that the way we are interpreting things are facts. Okay. That's what, what we've been conditioned to believe. And it is the way that most of us operate in understanding the world. Okay. So I think once you understand that there is a difference between the two things, there's a lot of great opportunity for us to take control back and it's very empowering. So, okay, let me give you an example so that you can understand what I'm saying. Okay. All right. So my sister, Emily died by suicide. Okay. So that's something that is factual. It is something that could be proven in the court of law, right? Most people would agree with that. It is a fact. Okay. Now, now I could think, okay, I'm devastated that Emily died by suicide. Okay. Now, while it sounds and it feels true that I'm devastated because I may very well be devastated, right? So it feels like to me that it's a fact, but the truth is, is that is a thought that I am devastated. Okay. And the reason why that's a thought is because it's not something that could be proven in the court of law. Okay. It's not something that everyone would agree with, right? That Emily dying by suicide is devastating. Okay. Think about this. So there's a person across the world. Okay. From where I live who never met Emily, never talked to her, didn't even know about her existence. So they're not going to be devastated that Emily died by suicide, right? The thought would never cross their mind. Okay. It's not something that he would agree with. Okay. Now there's people that did know Emily, right? There's people in my own family that knew her, but not all of them probably felt devastated. Maybe they felt angry that she died by suicide. Maybe they felt sad that she died by suicide. Okay. You with me? So everybody's thoughts about her death are different, including my own. Okay. So for me to believe that being devastated is just out of my control, that of course I'm going to feel devastated that she died by suicide is just not the truth. The truth is that I can choose how to think about her death. Okay. Think about her cashier and her friends, right? They're all going to have varying thoughts about her death. The cashier probably saw her on a weekly basis, right? At the grocery store, but they're not going to be devastated by her loss, right? They weren't as close. And so they're going to choose to think something differently. Maybe they think, oh, I'm so sad for her family, or that's just too bad. You know, she was so young. Okay. They're going to think different thoughts about it. Okay. And the great news about this is just 
to know that the way we think about the facts is completely optional. Okay. We get to choose, we get to decide that. And that is so empowering for us to be able to have that control. Okay. And I think most of us have never been taught that most of us don't know that we ultimately get to have a choice on how we think about everything in our lives, including things like the loss of our loved one to suicide. Okay. So, all right. I also want to say this. Okay. Now you may want to choose to feel the emotion that you're feeling. And that is totally okay. It's totally fine. I'm, I, there's days where I want to feel sad that my sister passed away by suicide. There's days that I think about that, that I I'm sad, but I know now that that is a choice and I am choosing to feel sad because none of us really want to feel happy about everything, right? None of us truly do. Like maybe we think that we should just feel happy all of the time, but the truth is we don't. There are things that are going to happen in our lives that we are going to want to feel sad about, that we are going to want to feel devastated about, that we are going to want to feel angry about, okay? But just know just knowing that those things are ultimately choices is just really, really great to understand that. Okay. All right. But I know that there's many of us out there that are tired of feeling sad and are tired of feeling devastated and are tired of feeling angry and are tired of feeling guilty and are tired of feeling confused, right? There's so many of us out there that are kind of just tired of feeling that way. And I think it's super important to know that you can shift the way you think about those things. And that's where coaching really helps because it helps us to understand why our brains are processing and making meanings from facts the way that it does. And it's really great to have a coach to help point those things out. But it also is super important to just take note of what you're thinking. Okay. So I like to get it out on paper because when I write it down and see it in front of me, it helps me to make decisions about that thought, whether it's serving me or not, right? Now I could spend the rest of my days feeling devastated about the loss of my loved one. No one would blame me. Everybody would think that's normal and natural, but what is that creating for me in my life? Is it what I really want in my life to feel devastated for the rest of my days? Not really. So for me, I flipped the switch a little bit in my thinking and I decided to offer my brain new thoughts to help soften that devastation, okay? And so what was really useful for me was to think more about my sister and think about her and how much she is at peace now, right? Because I feel like when I think about her you know, feeling more peace now. So I personally am a believer of the afterlife. And so 
I like to think about the peace that she's experiencing now. And I also like to think about that she's with my other loved ones that have previously passed on. And for me, those thoughts, okay, now I'm not saying you should think those thoughts, but for me personally, those thoughts really helped to soften the devastation that now that I, when I think about her lot, the loss of her and the manner in which she died, it's not as triggering. It's not as painful, if you will. Okay. I feel more at peace with it. I feel more comfort. Okay. And for me, you know, understanding that it just really, it really helps to not hold on to so much pain. Okay. So the point I'm trying to emphasize here is when you are stuck on a thought that you no longer want to think about, okay, because it's not serving you anymore, I want you to brainstorm ideas of different thoughts you could be thinking, okay? Now, recognize that there are going to be thoughts that you're going to brainstorm about that are going to be challenging for your brain to accept, okay? Like you're not going to want to accept the idea that you are happy, right? That your loved one passed. Your brain's just not going to do it. So it has to be thoughts that are more acceptable, okay, to your brain, but will also soften the negative thought that you are thinking, all right? So I think it's important to mention that because, you know, we can't just, it's not going to be easy to just flip the switch and think, you know, happy, joyous thoughts about the loss of our loved ones. Our, our brains just probably will not accept that, okay? But we can think of things to introduce into our brains that help soften the blow, like what I gave as my example of my sister being more at peace and her being with my loved ones. For me, my brain likes that and it gives me some peace. So, It'll be probably a different variation for you that will be more acceptable, but brainstorming ideas and thinking of ideas and different thoughts that will be more useful will really help soften the blow. And I just know that this, knowing that you have the power to be able to do that is just incredible. It's so liberating and empowering and, and I hope you try and work on it because really it does help so much to help lift that burden off of your shoulders. All right, my friends, that's it today. I hope this is useful for you. I just want to quickly invite you to my website at www.survived-to-thrive.com. And there you can find out about my programs, I'd like you to check it out and sign up to receive a free 30 minute consultation. See if coaching is right for you. And I would really be honored to be your coach. All right, friends until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the survived to thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. 
Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. 